Hi there. <laughs> Are we going to start like... Yes, we're going to start like that. Fuck it. Welcome to Still Sober with John Rabin. Uh, this is episode 165. And uh, posting on August 25th. How are you? I'm doing fine. It's hot as shit here in Austin, Texas, uh, specifically here in a warehouse that I work at. Um, although in this room, um, in the building, is uh, semi-air-conditioned, so um, which feels fantastic after being in the uh, non-air-conditioned part of the warehouse where I work uh, on a daily basis and uh, so I'm I'm feeling great now like it's you know you get used to it uh, the heat and then uh, you come in here and you're like oh this is wow this is a, a nice breezy 87 degrees or whatever the hell it is I don't know what it is in here it's probably lower than that but regardless I'm doing fine I got the notification from on my phone my wife texted me um because i told her i said hey i'm going to record the podcast up at the warehouse at work uh where it's quiet and i don't uh, fuck with you and you know i told her that this morning so she texted me right before i started recording and said hey it's uh uh taco tuesday because i'm recording the day before it's taco tuesday uh so i'm gonna get you tacos at this place we go to so it's a fucking it wasn't a bad day, but like it really um, was elevated. You know, you, you have, when you have low expectations, Taco Tuesday is the shit, man. It's just like, yeah, yes, indeed, we're going to do that. So that's where I'm at emotionally. Emotionally, I'm at Taco Tuesday. Um, even though I'm posting this posting on a Wednesday and you're listening to this whenever um, at your convenience um, I hope you're doing well if you're a sober person I hope you're staying sober if you're not a sober person I hope you're staying sane like I said last week with the uh, the, the, the stuff or whenever I said it I don't I, I gotta tell you I don't remember things run together uh, whenever it was that I said hey maybe lay off the news um, you know, take it easy on yourself. Um, so I hopefully, you know, a little bit here and there, you're keeping yourself somewhat informed, but not uh, to where it's uh, emotionally damaging. That's what I'm hoping. And because of, oh, in so this is, I this is what I wanted to talk to you you guys about today because I think I mentioned it but I didn't really delve into it and I think that it can oh excuse me oh this is I'm, I'm recording this in a spot where I'm not normally used to and I, I thought I'd adjust around to this table that I'm using but it's it's like a counter so there's no leg space so I'm, I'm just banging the shit out of my knees and trying to be casual be like hey everybody how's it going boom ah Hi, I'm John Rabin, and I have bruised shins. Uh, so, anyway, I'm, I'm good now. I've adjusted. So, yeah. So what I was going to talk, uh, bring up, and like I said, I hope I, it, it is going to uh, be somewhat recovery-related, I think. 
Um, I had mentioned it, I think, a couple episodes ago, and I didn't really expand on it, so I'd like to do that now, which is, and this reminds me of, I can't remember the name of the, if what movie it was or TV show. I thought it may have been Lost, the TV show, but I, but it wasn't. I, I went back and looked. Although there is a good point in there about in, in Lost where Jack in the, like the fourth episode of the first season tells people uh, about how they all need to, you know, they need to start figuring stuff out um, because they don't know if they're going to be rescued and they need to start figuring things out and you've got to live together or die alone. That's like the, the, the overarching theme of the show. But I think... And I haven't seen the movie in a while, but there's a movie about the um, uh, this, the soccer team that crashed in the Andes and had to resort to cannibalism a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and ended up, you know, they were left for dead and ended up, anyway, the movie was called Alive. Uh, came out in the uh, early 90s, and uh, Ethan Hawke was in that movie. And there's a moment, and I think it's this movie, and there's a moment where they find out that they've called off the search. They're like listening to it to radio. They're able to listen to this radio. Uh, and they find out that they've called off the search for them. And I believe it's that movie that, that Ethan Hawke's character later tells everybody else that and says the news and 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 in a way kind of just goes hey good news they've called off the search and everyone's like what do you what do you mean good news and they and he says that uh no it's good news because now we can save ourselves now, if it's not that movie, if anybody's listening to this and you go, no, it's not that movie, it's another movie, and what you're thinking of is blah, 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 uh, still soberpod at gmail.com. You can email me and let me know because it's killing me, and I tried to Google search it, and I couldn't find it. But that's been, that's been in my head for the past uh, week or so, and I, I just, that's what I wanted to get at, which is, and I'll make it the title of this episode. I, I know I will. And that is that, uh, hey, everybody, good news. No one is coming to save us. We have to save ourselves. And what I mean by that, of course, is that it's, I mean, clearly there's going to be, you know, assistance with vaccines and everything else. But what we have to understand is even if in an alternate universe, in the multiverse, Uh, even in in an alternative universe, if everybody in this country got vaccinated, there would still be breakthrough cases and there would still be, it's still going to exist in cycles because of variants, because of other parts of the world that are, have no vaccinations. Also, because they're still trying to figure shit out. So, it's there's no miracle cure. It's 
basically just to combat the serious illness and the, you know, and death and that things are still going to, it's something that we're going to have to keep, continue to deal with that you can't hide from it. You can't sit at home alone waiting, just waiting around or the extreme opposite. You can't just, I'm going to live my life and just ignore it completely. Like you have to figure it out. And, but the thing about it is, is that knowing that it's like, look, there's no, we're not waiting around for anything. We're going to have to save ourselves here. There's no more waiting for some miracle cure. There's no more waiting for a thing to happen, a momentous occasion to where we go back to normal. It's let's take care of ourselves. So it's like, get a vac. you know, am I vaccinated? Great. Um, what's up with, uh, after eight months of that, is that going to wane and you have to get a booster? Is that a thing? Well, you're just going to have to wait and see what, see what the data shows. Um, follow scientists that you trust researchers who do not have, you know, uh, vested interests, uh, financially or politically just data and follow it and find recommendations and make an educated decision based on research, not based on hysteria and, or on CNN (laughs) or Fox, like, you know, just, uh, on sensationalism, um, base it on data and you're just going to have to follow it. And in addition to that, be safe, wear an N95 or KN95 mask indoors in tight spaces or outdoors in tight spaces with lots of people or whatever, make educated guesses at this point, you know, with, with the, uh, the experience that you've had, And, you know, with, yeah, with your, your knowledge and with what you've experienced in using your judgment, um, taking care of your immune system with supplements like vitamin D and zinc and the different ones to build up your immune system, uh, getting sleep, exercising, uh, regularly, um, eating better just on the idea that, you know, thing, some of those things that you're like, eh, you know, I should probably eat better. No, you should probably eat better. Like, in, but in terms of keeping yourself healthy so that if you do, um, you know, if you do get become positive that it's, you know, you, you treat it like, oh no, I'm going to be sick for a bit, but uh, I can handle this, you know, when it comes. You know, don't look at it as a death sentence. You know, don't let the fear overcome you. Like, am I going to? No, you, you do all the things that you need to do to get ready for it and be safe. And then if th- things happen, you didn't fuck up. It just happens. It's, it's a psychology. You have to get yourself mentally prepared that it's not, uh, was, am I, was I a bad person? It's not, this is not a moral thing. You know what I mean? You know how you, you can kind of get lost in the whole, you know, oh no, is it the, you know, the terminal diagnosis or it's a, oh, it's a, a you know, a moral uh, 
you know, error. Like if you did something like, did I do something bad? No, it's just a thing that we're going to have to deal with. But the, it reminds me of recovery. It reminds me of in the same kind of deal, at least on a personal level, um, you know, my story and thinking about it, it's the same kind of deal for me. When I, um, like I, I, I'd gotten arrested the last time or second to last time, I guess, because I technically turned myself in. Anyway, um, I got arrested for public intoxication while I was on pro- felony probation. And uh, and I've mentioned that to where I got arrested for PI at my 20-year high school reunion. It was a hell of a reunion. So, but because of that, that's a violation of my probation. So I had to... Um, they were going to basically that revokes your probation and there was a warrant issued for my arrest. So rather than be taken into custody in Bear County, because I was in San Antonio, it's kind of a shitty um, penal system, um, Bear County. So it's like, oh, let me um, go turn myself in to Travis County, go back to Austin deal with it over there but it was this point where i had quit drinking and i thought well maybe if i finally quit drinking this is it so this is in 2012 and i'm like i'm finally done maybe that'll be enough it's not enough doesn't matter you violated probation felony probation you're gonna have to go back to jail until they sort out what you you'll need to do at this point. Um, And what I ended up doing is spending six months in jail, five months of that being in a treatment program. But knowing that I had to go back to jail, it was one of those things where it was finally like I knew I had to do it and I had to get my affairs in order, um, not knowing how long I was going to be going or anything like that. There was just, there was a moment that it's like, okay, there's nobody coming to save me. There's no last minute, hey, never mind. You know, there was, I didn't have an attorney that could swoop in um, and get me out of it. Um, I didn't, you know, there's nothing my mother or father could do. Like, hey, let's throw money at it that we don't have. Maybe that'll, you know, there's, there was no way, there's no, hey, last chance kind of a deal that I was aware of. Like there was nothing, there was nothing that was going to save me from going to jail. So it was like at that point was actually when, and also at that point, knowing that I was going back to jail, it was very easy at that point to go, well, fuck it. Let's just get hammered for the, for the next, um, you know, I, I think it was like, it's like a week or less than a week before I was going to go turn myself in. Um, so I had like freedom for like four or five days. I'm like, hey, let's get hammered for those four or five days because why the fuck not kind of a deal. But I had already quit. And it was at that point that I kind of went, no, you know what? It's time. It's time. I'm tired of it. 
like I drank myself out, I was tired. I didn't want to go back to it, but it was also one of those things that it was like, oh, it's time to face the music. And in that same kind of vein, it was like, nobody's coming to save me. Good news, John. Now you can actually do something about your sobriety. Now you can actually start working on yourself because you're in a position to where you know there's no fail safe. There's no safety net. There's no, you know, somebody getting you out of this this time or like, hey, am I going to luck out? You know, hey, can I charm my way out of it? No, no. There's no talking your way out of it, charming your way out of it or any of that kind of shit. It's time for you to actually work on saving yourself. What are you going to do? And that was a thing. And that was a great mindset to have when going into getting locked up for six months because I had a lot of time to work on myself. Um, and that allowed me to make the best of that situation instead of walking into a Travis County facility and being locked up in a cell in the wrong kind of mindset to where it's just, you know, you, you go into despair or, you know, into a depression or into anything else. For me, it was the a beginning of something. So I could focus on that and like, all right, the fuck am I going to do now? All right, let's, let's, let's work this out. Let's start. You know, how do I become better now? You know, I've already gone through rehab once. You've done the 12-step program. You remember the different things. What do you want to work on? You know, and then just go from there. But that was a, a key moment was realizing, eh, it's, 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 there's no superhero. You know, they're not coming. And I think that's, I don't know, that's, that's a, it's a good mindset to have. It's a good start because what you have to uh, realize is that you have, you go look for a support system just in general, it, whether it's recovery or whether it's in life, you have a, re a support system to help you, to keep you from isolating, uh, to keep you engaged to for encouragement, but they don't save you. A 12-step program doesn't save you. I think that there are some people who go to meetings all the time who are like, you know, AA did this for me. No, you did this for you with the help of a structure provided by AA. Now, don't sell yourself short here. Don't get yourself addicted to a program that you think is doing this for you. It's not you're doing it. It's just providing a guide. And the community is helping to support you. But they're not saving you. That's the wrong mindset to take to think, oh, if I go to AA, they'll fix me right up. They're not going to do shit. Because they're all broken too. They're all like, hey, I'm hanging on here. We're all like, you know working on themselves uh just like you so but it's it's a community but the mindset 
that they're going to, you know, I'm going to find somebody to help me fix this. They'll help you. They can give you some guidance, but you're going to have to do it. But you have to get to a point when you realize, I got to do this. Nobody's got my, you know, nobody's going to fix this for me. Nobody's going to, you know, it's, it's not like when you're renting an apartment, you know, maintenance is not coming for your life. You know, the government's not going to save you. You're going to have to do it with the tools provided. You know, there are tests you can buy. You know, get get a good mask, not one made from like your shirt. You know, not a bandana. Like get the tools for like life. You know, don't hide from life same thing in recovery you know get get the tools provided take advantage of it but you need to do it you you have to do the work you have to save yourself and 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 i know it sounds like i'm saying look this is what you have to do it's what i have to do Everything that I'm saying to you is I'm basically saying to me, you guys are just eavesdropping on me uh, talking to a mirror. That's basically what you're doing. This whole podcast is just, hi, come to, I'm listening to John talk to a mirror. Uh, it's like a self-affirmation. It's like a half hour self-affirmation and you're just uh, eavesdropping on it. I appreciate it. I appreciate the eavesdropping. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to cover this week. And I appreciate uh, everybody who comes back week after week. And I hope uh, you get something out of it. I know I get something out of it, um, which is why I keep doing it. Um, Like I said, if you have any questions, if you have any kind of positive input, um, stillsoberpod at gmail.com. And that's it. Uh, We'll see you next week. This is Still Sober with John Raven. Later. Later.